Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Mike Wilson, Chief Investment Officer and Chief U.S. Equity Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the latest trends in the financial marketplace. It's Monday, April 13th at 10.30 a.m. Eastern, so let's get after it. Over the past month, I've been more constructive on equity markets than the consensus, on the premise that this recession would be one of the steepest on record, but the health crisis nature of this economic downturn would invoke a monetary and fiscal policy response like we've never seen before. Furthermore, the sell-off in March created exceptionally attractive prices due to the forced liquidation from levered investment strategies that is unlikely to be repeated. Since then, policymakers have not disappointed with the Fed and Congress delivering unprecedented support in terms of the size, speed, and scope. Specifically, the U.S. is likely to run close to a 20% fiscal deficit this year, which is more than double the size we've ever witnessed during peacetime. Meanwhile, the Fed has implicitly said they are prepared to do whatever it takes to make sure this recession does not turn into a depression. Last Thursday, the Fed continued to make good on that promise by offering up to $2.3 trillion in loan support while moving further down the quality curve with their secondary market purchases, pushing into high yield. If it wasn't already clear, investors should have no doubt about the Fed's resolve to do whatever it takes. As a result of last week's actions by the Fed and the market's reaction to it, we are raising our year-end S&P 500 price target to 3000 from 2700 with a bull case of 3250 and a bear case of 2500 Our target increases are purely a reflection of higher valuations, resulting from a faster and fuller normalization of the equity risk premium. If there's one lesson we've learned during this financial repression era, it's that when risk premium appears, you better take it before it disappears. The Fed's direct intervention into high-yield credit markets suggests investors may have to move more quickly than they would like, or they will miss what are attractive risk premiums in a longer-term context. Given last week's move in equity and credit markets were exceptionally strong, a pullback would not be surprising, but pullbacks should be bought. We're also upgrading U.S. small and mid-cap stocks today. As illustrated in our recession playbook we published last month, small and mid-caps typically lead equity markets out of the trough and last week's relative outperformance looks like a kickoff move to what could be a new trend. We've been underweight this area for the past two years on the view that these stocks typically underperform at the end of the cycle. Furthermore, smaller companies have been some of the biggest bad actors of the past cycle with their excessive borrowing. However, with the stimulus directed right at corporate credit and small medium businesses in particular, these companies are now potentially the biggest beneficiaries, which means they could outperform from here. Finally, as we enter first quarter earnings season, idiosyncratic or stock-specific risk may be higher than perceived. Macro factors have understandably dominated the price action recently, leaving stock-specific risk at a 40-year low. Meanwhile, price return dispersion is high, suggesting individual stock betas may be increasing simultaneously with the macro influences. This kind of combination tends to occur in recessions. Macro dominates price, at the same time micro outcomes become less certain. Given the steepness and suddenness of this recession, the combination of low stock-specific risk and high price return dispersion has never been more extreme. Stock prices reflect many inputs, but expectations tend to drive near-term price movements more than anything else. In short, high-expectation stocks can be disappointed by good news that isn't good enough, while low-expectation stocks can often ignore and look past seemingly terrible news. We suspect first-quarter earnings season, which begins this week, will bring generally bad news. This could lead to a higher-than-normal number of surprising price moves when companies report. 
In particular, our work suggests expectations remain more elevated in the large-cap technology sector, which suggests potentially higher downside risk to these stocks than other out-of-favor sectors. Recessions hit everyone hard, especially one that arrived so suddenly, and tech stocks appear more vulnerable based on the very modest earnings revisions to date. The recent underperformance of the NASDAQ relative to the S&P 500 suggests the market is aware of this phenomenon and is concerned, too. Our advice is to buy the dips from here, but don't favor the former leaders so much. Instead, look to add in small mid-caps and some of the more cyclical areas that have been out of favor for years. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy Thoughts on the Market, please take a moment to rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. It helps more people to find the show. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.